This is the St. Longinus's Baptism Podcast Channel. This is Random Thoughts Number Nine. Beware of the leaven of the St. Pius V Society. Um so basically I was listening to podcasts today while I was doing some errands. And there's a YouTube channel. Um, I believe if, if you, you check out the description on YouTube, they say they're a member of the St. Pius V Society. Uh, it's, uh, the name of the channel is what Catholics believe. And I think, I mean, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure that this is the, the podcast channel of the St. Pius V Society because it's videos from about 20 years back. Well, actually, the videos are from like the 90s. I think it was before or might have even been the late 80s, but when Bishop Sanborn was still a part of the St. Pius V Society. Because it actually shows um, Bishop Sanborn and uh, Father Jenkins giving interviews together. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I think Bishop Dolan is also in some of those videos. That's that's neither here nor there. That's insider baseball. But um, I I know. I know for a certainty that Father Jenkins, I'm not sure of his position within the St. Pius V Society. If he's, because as far as I'm aware, he's still considered a priest and not a bishop. But they interview him a lot. So, I know this is from the St. Pius V Society. Anyway, um, the reason I'm doing this random thought was as I was doing my chores, I had one of their episodes on my playlist and I started to listen to it because... The, the title of the video was The Fall of Lucifer and the Attributes of God. Now, before I go any further with this, I've been having some doubts about the St. Pius V Society. And I've listened to enough episodes on True Restoration Radio uh, to know that Bishop Sanborn and Bishop Dolan were once a part of that society and they they broke off because of things that were happening within that society. My understanding was, though, is that they were set of a contest's that they they were set of a contest. 
Um, if you l- listen to their earlier episodes, and I'm talking 20, 30 years back, they make it quite clear that they do not recognize Vatican II as legitimate. There's a reason I'm bringing this up, and I will get to the pertinent point of this episode. Anyhow, I started, um, I, I knew that they, that they had issues with Bishop Dolan and St. Gertrude the Great because they're in the same area. But my understanding was, was that basically um, it was a personal beef and, you know, they were still set in the contest. But I have to say over the past three or four months, when I've listened to Father Jenkins speak, I got to say it's it's really caused me some doubts that the that the, the that the man is a um genuine set of a contest. Now before you know the uh before the controversialist starts saying, well, you don't know the man's intentions. You don't know what's in his heart. I've, I've been studying traditional Catholicism. And to my knowledge, um, it does not say anywhere where listening to what a man actually says and his actions is hasty judgment. Hasty judgment is imputing motives to a person, not literally going by what they say and what they do. And that's what I'm doing. Whatever Father Jenkins, whatever his inner inner spiritual life is and um, whatever his intents are, that's between him and God. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, is any time... You bring up somebody's words or actions and you voice doubts about them. The first words out of either their mouth or the mouth of their defenders will be, well, you're, 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 you're doing hasty judgment. Anyhow, so I've been having doubts about Father Jenkins and the doubts I were having were from listening to his most recent material. And I had enough doubts that I, quite frankly, I tried to avoid what Catholics believe because I'm never sure on what ground, uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm hearing orthodoxy or not. I mean, uh, I would like to think that God and his blessed mother give me enough grace to recognize orthodoxy. And they've given me access to materials that have in um, helped me to do that. But one of the things that absolutely pains me, which is why I got to give the guy from Norvis Ordo Watch a big thumbs up, because... I can't I can't watch what goes on in the Vatican II sect without 
really feeling nauseous. And this guy wades through this stuff. I don't know. Maybe God's given him a special grace. For me, it's downright painful. And it's getting to the point. Well, honestly speaking, I think it's time for me to cut my ties with that channel because I think that, like I said, I'm not judging Father Jenkins personally or morally. I'm only going by what he is saying. So, oh, to finish my thought, the reason... Um, or I'm sorry, I don't like whether knowingly or unknowing. Well, unknowingly, I can be charitable toward that, but a person who's a priest or a prelate or a theologian or even an apologist should know better than to say some of the things that I've heard. And when I hear this stuff, I just try to avoid it for charity's sake. Well, not just charity's sake. I, I will fully admit it's it's also uh it's also um personal because I, I don't like watching and listening to stuff that I know is going to upset me. And anyway, so this pod uh this episode this video episode had been made four years earlier was the timestamp. Now, given the fact that YouTube, it could have been five years earlier or maybe four, uh, three years earlier because you can never be sure with their timestamps. It doesn't matter though. What, um, like I said, the reason I download or not download, added to my playlist, this particular video was I thought he was going to talk about, well, honestly, it may have actually have been about the fall of Satan and the attributes of God. It could have been. But after I heard what he was saying, I was like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Um, I can't. I, I, I shouldn't say I could have. I chose not to deal with this. And basically, he started off the video because I guess at that time, um, there was a rumor going on on the interwebs. And quick aside here, um, really, if we're devout Catholics, we we shouldn't be worrying about whatever's going on on the internet. We should be worried about saving souls in the state of our own soul. But that's just uh, my theory. But apparently, at this time, there were some rumors on the internets or interwebs that were saying that Vladimir Putin was basically saying that Mr. Bergoglio wasn't a man of God. And if I had doubts, if I had medium to serious doubts about Father Jenkins to begin with, this particular episode 
verified him for me because, because he defended Mr. Bergoglio. Now, once again, I'm going to go back to the charity issue because I'm sure a lot of people are going to say, well, he doesn't know Francis's heart and, um, you know, he was trying to be charitable toward Mr. Bergoglio and, you know, um, Vladimir Putin had no right to say what he said. Now, I want to make it absolutely clear. I have been consuming Set of a Contest podcast since at least last January, if not before. I would say a good 90 to 95% of the episodes I've listened to from Set of a Contest. And by the way, the majority, the majority of the podcasts I listen to these are not from set of contest laymen. These are from actual priests and bishops have called out Mr. Bergoglio and his predecessors for heresy. They have called out some of the major uh, people in the Vatican II sect as heretics. So For my answer to that objection would be, would be if you're calling somebody out for saying something that they shouldn't be saying, which is defending a heretic, um, I, I, I don't. <laughs> And by the way, it's one heretic calling another one a heretic. So my answer would be in two parts. Number one, what do we as set of contest, as far as I know, as true Catholics care about one heretic calling another heretic a heretic? Okay. To me, that's like getting excited because I think um, Will Smith smacks somebody at the Oscars. What, what two secular people do in the den of iniquity that is Hollywood? I don't care. There's that. And then there's the second thing. And that, as I said earlier, um, I've read a lot of, uh, traditional Catholic teachings and I've yet to read anywhere where um, calling out, or I'm sorry, um, I've yet to read anywhere where calling out a person's behavior or their words is some sort of sin. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken... And I'm not because I read this every day. One of the um, duties of us as Catholics, real Catholics, is to uh, basically call out heresy and correct other Catholics who are not being orthodox. And as a matter of fact, to the set of a who make... Um, 
who engage in the, 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 the theological controversies with the non-Catholics that are the Vatican II sect would probably say the same thing if you were to ask them. Okay, so um, I don't know why Father Jenkins is sticking up for Mr. Bergoglio. And let's just say the video was four years ago. This would have been around 2017, 2018. And God help us is recently in 2019 because YouTube timestamps can't be trusted. But uh, I've heard mountains of podcasts with set of contest priests and bishops who have called out Mr. Bergoglio for the heretic that he is. So why he felt the need to defend a public heretic from another public heretic, why he felt the need to get himself involved and basically what is a verbal dispute between two heretics is beyond me. Now he was trying to imply that somehow or another Vladimir Putin did not <laughs> accuse Mr. Bergoglio of being a heretic. Well, to me, I, I don't care. <laughs> um, if it's true, well, actually, if what he if he actually said that it is the truth, even if it's coming from another heretic, and if he didn't, if he if he didn't, it doesn't matter because they're both heretics. And quite frankly, if he did, even though he's a heretic, he's only stating the obvious which, you know, should be obvious to, to set of a contest anyhow. The only people who would get upset about this are the R&R types. And for those of you who don't know, R&R is recognize and resist. They recognize Mr. Bergoglio as Pope, but they don't, uh, they resist his heretical teachings. Like they're qualified to pick and choose. But anyway... So, I, like I said, I'm not trying to, uh, well, first of all, I don't have the authority, only God does, to judge his motivations and um, his uh, inner thoughts, what goes on inside his soul. But, one of my one the, the reason I was having doubts about the St. Pius V Society and Father Jenkins in particular was a lot of what he was saying, and I'm just going by the man's words, it sounded like basically um he was taking the recognize and resist position. And you can't call yourself a true Catholic if you're taking the recognize and resist argument. 
I mean, that's one of the biggest criticisms that Sedvacantis have against groups like the Society of St. Pius X and their ilk within the traditionalist movement within the Vatican II sect is that what they are, what they are teaching is heresy. If they recognize uh, Mr. Bergoglio as the legitimate pope, then they have to follow his teachings. And you, you don't get the option if you recognize a person as pope, the picking and choosing. You might as well be a Protestant. And as a former Protestant, I can attest to this. You don't get to pick and choose. That's one of the errors of Protestants. If uh, uh, Mr. Smith doesn't like the message at Church A, he basically goes to different churches till he finds a message that he can agree with. But this is, you know, I've already covered the errors of the Recognize and Resist movement. But I, I thought it was incumbent on me as a, a real Catholic, a set of a contest, to let people know, beware of Father Jenkins. And if he is the leader of the St. Pius V Society, stay away from them. Not not because I have any personal beef with the individual members at the St. Pius V Society. I don't. But if Bishop, or I'm sorry, if Father Jenkins is their leader and he's basically soft-pedaling the heresies of Vatican II, I'm pretty sure that St. Paul the doctors of the church and the fathers of the church have taught that we are to have nothing to do with, if not actual false teachers, erroneous teachers. So this is not me engaging in hasty judgment. I'm only going by what the man said. And I'm not just listened to this episode and decided, oh, Father Jenkins, it, it sounds like he's teaching air. I've listened to other episodes that have made me scratch my head. And I, as I said earlier, I had my doubts, you know, before I heard this. But what I heard today was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, it's bad enough instead of a contism that we have infighting when everybody who rejects Vatican II and everything it teaches should be united, especially at this time. But, I mean, <laughs> as I said before, um, I thought that Father Jenkins was a set of a contest. Now, if the St. Pius V Society has decided that no, they're, they're going to join up with the Pius X Society, 
And by the way, the original St. Pius V Society split from the St. Pius X Society about 30 or 40 years ago because the St. Pius X Society was trying to, to make an agreement with the Vatican II sect. Okay, so, but if this is the case, and I haven't heard anything, but that doesn't mean much because I try to stay out of um, basically what I consider uh, church politics. I, I try to stay out of that stuff. Number one, because, well, there, there are three reasons. Number one, because that kind of thing does, on a personal level and on a spiritual level, I don't care about. I'm worried about the state of my soul and and helping people with the state of theirs. The the second reason would be that as part of getting myself together, I'm been concentrating on getting my own life in order. And the third reason is is um Quite frankly, um, you know, what goes on in other set of accountist uh, movements or sectors does not interest me. Now, I have talked about the whole thing with um, the two prelates from another set of accountist organization. Um, but that, once again, that was made public. Just like when Father Jenkins dis- decided to defend um, defend Mr. Bergoglio, um, he made that public, even though the video was made four years ago and I just got around to it today. Now, if anybody wants to criticize me for... Because in the other instances, I have been very careful not to mention any names, and I'm calling out Father Jenkins in particular. If they want to accuse me of uh, breaking my own rule, I would say I'm guilty of that. I would say I'm definitely guilty of that. Um. However, however, um, with the other priests and prelates I've mentioned previously, there. And, and by the way, with the last thing on the last two prelates I was talking about, um, the only reason I brought it up was because there was a whole thing on Twitter about this. And I just wanted to illustrate, you know, I wanted to illustrate some of the problems that we have as set of a contest. There was no need to mention names. There was no need. In this case, though, um, you know, if, if people want to call me out for mentioning Father Jenkins by name, that's fine. Um. If I'm wrong for that, I'm wrong. 
But quite frankly, given what we've gone through through Vatican II, given what we've gone through through the, through the St. Pius X Society, given what we've gone through to the various neo-trad sects who denounce sedimacantism, I feel it is my duty, no matter how low, and believe me, I'm the lowest of the low, of a layperson that I am, to be quiet while this, this kind of thing is being done. You know, whether you like it or not, said Vicantis, the reason why you got Vatican II was because your relatives did not speak up and did not fight against these things. Now, obviously, this is not a broad brush. Uh, this is a generality. Okay. You might have had your, you know, your parents and grandparents might have been real traditional and broke away from Vatican II when it happened. This is not aimed at you. But regardless, I will say this much. Even if your grandparents were super traditional and when the Vatican II changes came and they left the church, that does not, that does not, um, excuse any other Catholics for the past 300 years that heard the heresies of modern era, uh, modernism and either complicitly went along with it or stayed silent. You know, we're not exempt from the rules of, of, of uh, the, the dogmas of Catholic truth. And as Catholics, true Catholics, we are obliged, you know, to, to call things out when they happen. Some people probably accuse me of presumption. Um, I can give, I can, I can show in the writings of the saints and the doctors of the church and the fathers in the church, and even in traditional Catholic material that back up the fact that even the lowest layman of the low, and I'm literally calling myself that, can call out somebody, even if he's a priest or a prelate, for, um, for heirs. We'll call it that. For heirs. The only thing that we are not allowed to do is to make a personal judgment. You know, play God, in other words. Hasty judgment, I guess. But I've made it quite clear. This, so far, we're on 30 minutes. I've made quite clear throughout the episode. I'm not judging the state, um, Father Jenkins' intentions or the state of his soul. I'm going by his words. And I am using what the traditional Catholic Church calls your um, natural reason. And my natural reason tells me that if Father Jenkins is defending, <laughs> defending one heretic from another, that something is amiss. Okay. And I'm also admitting 
that if there's information that the St. Pius X Society is trying to reestablish itself with the St. Pius X Society, I am unaware of it. As of present moment, when, I, when I'm making this video, I'm under the impression, given the information that I have, limited as it is, that Father Jenkins considers himself to be set of a contest. So, that's all I'm going to say. I have done episodes, one of which is entitled, Be as careful with where you get your information as the clothes you would wear or the food you would put in your body, if that's a thing for you. Because quite frankly... If you eat foods with bad additives and preservatives or whatever, that's just going to kill your body. If you wear clothes that, I don't know, (laughs) may get you killed or, you know, are bad for you, that's only going to kill your body. If you get the wrong information and you... Don't make the effort to make sure that the information you're receiving is legitimate. And I'm talking about, you know, doctrinally and um, doctrinally. Um, I was telling this to another set of contests. We're responsible for the state of our soul. I can put. I can put as much information or try to point people in the right direction as as God's providence will allow me. But at the end of the day, it is up to the individual set of a contest believer. Their, their soul is their business. And Lord willing, um, through the grace of the Lord Jesus and his blessed mother and their wonderful hearts, um, they will lead set of a contest into the um into the correct spiritual state. But at the end of the day, we have no excuses. When we go before God, we are responsible. Um, and I think as I told this other set of a contest, it might have actually been on another episode. I'm not sure, but as I told told that uh him is basically um this is not pelagianism this is not pelagianism because i'm not saying that it's through our own efforts that we we have a great spiritual life or even for that matter receive salvation Anybody who's familiar with with my episodes knows I preach the exact opposite. But what we are responsible for is asking to be led and following the truth wherever it may lead us, no matter how uncomfortable that truth may be. We are responsible for those two aspects. And because I'm no theologian, because I'm not, uh, an ordained priest or monk, 
There are probably other things that could be covered. Unfortunately, those two main aspects are the ones that I know. Uh, I I should say that I had help from the Lord Jesus and his blessed mother understanding. Um, Lord willing, I'm hoping to get a better grasp of what else we are personally responsible for when it comes to our soul. Anyway, we're a little over 35 minutes. I didn't want to turn this into a big, long deal. I just thought that it should be noted and Lord willing, uh, Lord Jesus and his blessed mother will do the rest. So thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. And given the spirit of my last uh, show note, I hope the professionalism in this episode is much better than if you're a regular listen, which, uh, listener, which you've been accustomed to. I'm praying for you all. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye. Sveiner heime vära Jöj med det gulle ball Det är sex på hejningsland Och röjner dig önn i kall Ria dig ut ur framlande Med dyre drås i sadel Läs i dörren olivant Och rusar valden Hunde dig upp det silkesegel Högt upp i seglerå Så seglar dig på hejningsland Och i virke Ut ur Franklande med dyre drås i sadel Fläs i dörren olivan på rusarhållen Slogs dig ut på rusarhållen i dagarna två och blå Hejningen fall på Rolands värde som storren får gå av tå Ria dig ut ur Franklande med dyre drås i sadel Hejningen fall på Rolands färg som snjoen driver i hejer Ria dig ut ur Franklande med dyre drås i sadel Fläs i dörren olivan på rusarhållen Stoges dig ut på rusarhållen, tröjte männar och moe Sol i fäcken, kirkinekak och röjken av alla Ria ut ur Franklande med dyre drås i sadel Fläs i dörren olivan på rusarhållen Roland satte luren på blodiga mund i pläsan i med vrejö Korinna jord och jarer och joiberav i vrejö Ria där ut ur Franklande med dyre drås i sadel Fram så kom det lura jord i det sockgud i slier och 
gänglig Roland med sina ögon Här så hört honom hejdingen kränglig Ria dig ut för Franklande Med dyrudrås i sade Bläs i buren Olivan får rusad bollen Hejmat käm han Magnus kongen Det sätter sig alla röde Han har full köpp med sylv och guld och då var alla hejningan daue. Ria dig ut för Franklande med dyret rås i sade. Pläs i luren och livan på rusar vollen. Hejmat känn han Magnus kongen, det sätter sig alla röde. Han har full köpp med sylv och guld och då var alla hejningan daue. Ria dig ut för Franklande med dyret rås i sade. Pläs i luren